Today on Gamerhead Radio, I'm going to sing the Doom song now. Doom, do, doom, doom, do, doom, do, doom, 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 oh, okay, doom, yeah. Doom, right doom, now doom, on Gamerhead Radio, we need to doom, go doom, forth doom, and not do that. <laughs> stop it. Stop. Stop. over to Gamerhead Radio. I am Viking Jesus Mike Nemitz, the most hated man in this room right now. <laughs> tacos now. <laughs> Maybe a moose. I think Charlie might be angry. You've given up rights to the last cookie. <laughs> oh. And it's mine. Um, and of course, the, the man with the reason at the beginning of the episode is none other than Goat. That would be me. <laughs> And the man eating the last cookie is the Technotronicorn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. That's a very good cookie. <laughs> Isn't like chocolate chip and walnut? Mm-hmm. With um, two tablespoons of instant coffee. That's what? a secret ingredient. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Huh. What? <laughs> See, now mm-hmm. that you've said the last cookie, I, I had the last guardian with Cookie Monster as the star in it now. <laughs> Whoa, that's a leap. <laughs> you were just like, and now you've lost the last cookie. And it just sounded like something would be in that game. <laughs> wow. Anyway, <laughs> um, slow week in game releases. Big week in video games in general. Uh, QuakeCon is happening, is happening, was happening, will continue to happen, whatever. Um, which we'll get to in a moment. And also, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up this week. Um, not, obviously not massive in the video game scene, but it's still one of the few nerd meccas that there are out there, so it'll still be a big deal. Um, but yeah, still not many big video game releases until the end of August, but fucking whatever, I'm okay with that. Um, anyway, <laughs> Goat, what have you been playing this week? I've actually gotten some shit done this week. Really? Yeah, I uh, finished Murdered Soul Suspect. It was good, story-wise. Gameplay still lacking. <laughs> yeah. but, but it was good, it was good. Yeah. Uh, and then I... Finished Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, yeah. <laughs> like, they saved all the button mashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, can I... Can, okay, it's That over. fight scene, though. Just everything. Like, it all, like, they just dropped the... That whole episode was gold, yeah. but, you know, we obviously won't spoil anything no, here because, no. you know. I'm definitely looking forward to whenever that, whenever the first season makes it on sale. Because I, um, you guys have kind of convinced me to pick it up. Oh, it's good. Yeah. You should. There's a little lull in the middle there, but it's worth it. So I've heard. And then I... Uh, I listen I, to the podcast, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that Gamerhead one with the pigs and the tacos. Uh, I am proud that I have pulled a Viking Jesus this week, and I picked up Killer is Dead Limited Edition with the hardcover art book and fucking soundtrack. <laughs> but it was only 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm so proud. And I started that. Grow up so fast. That is a Suda game. Uh Uh-huh. Holy shit, that's a Suda game. Bat shit crazy, tits flying everywhere, blood flying everywhere. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen level three. Three levels in, I'm like, I I fought Alice from Alice in Wonderland who turned into a giant scorpion. What? Yeah. (laughs) I need to play this when you're done with it. Yeah, I was just like... (laughs) Okay, that's fucked up for me, and I play the suit games. <laughs> but, but that's what I did. Got some shit done this week. I'm just saying. Well, good for you. 
Charlie. So you know when you're playing The Sims, and you um, you've got your house, and you're kind of like you know just figuring out where you're going to put all your furniture, and you're just figuring out where to put everything, and you go and you meet the neighbors, and like you're trying to figure out like how to, you know like you're getting the yard all put together. And, yeah, I kind of did some of that in real life though. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. No, it's not. <laughs> This is a toaster in the bathtub. I still, yeah, that, that, that is true. Um, at least I didn't find myself locked in a room with no doors. So yeah. That, that, that's also true. Um, uh, yeah, still no video gaming to speak of. Um, and by that, I mean my consoles still aren't hooked up. Um, yeah. It's okay. Like not even iPadding? I just haven't had time. I've been, the time I have had with like my, with the phone or tablet in my hand and time to spare, I've been catching up on like news and my podcasts and my, my RSS feeds and stuff like that. Just, uh, no real gaming to speak of. There are new uh, Rayman Fiesta run levels to play, and I haven't even t- opened the app yet since it oh updated. Oh my god, you poor thing. I know! <laughs> that That's like, busy. Like, people are busy? That That's busy. It's like if like a new three Final Z's. Fantasy game came out, and I didn't play it the first day. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I, I, I Hopefully, my, my, my entertainment center is about 90% put together. Um, uh, we will be watching wrestling tonight on the little screen. Yay. Little screen. 40 inches, not 100. Oh, whatever. Um, yeah, we'll live. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's almost put together. It's, uh, it's a lot, it, it takes a lot more time and effort to put together an entertainment center. And, and it, blah, blah, blah. it takes a lot more time and effort to put together an entertainment center when things need to be screwed into the wall and leveled and shelves yeah. put up and mounts hung and things like that. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, my, my gaming life has sucked for the last three weeks. Whenever Charlie is finally, like, finally, like, moved in and everything is, like, where it should be, he's just going to go on a gaming binge for, like, three months, and we're not going to see him. And he's finally going to play Nino Kuni. No, no. <laughs> that sounds well and good, but the reality is Michelle's going to go on a demanded husband vacation with the girls, and he's just going to take a Friday off and lock himself away for three days. Dear world, I quit him <laughs> for three days. Sign Charlie. <laughs> Send pizza. <laughs> Gamers go goal, 10,000. <laughs> anyway, um, it's okay. You'll, your, your day will come. <laughs> Not with that attitude, but you know. Um, so I've been grinding away at Bravely Default on 3DS. Very good game. Um, I already knew it was a good game because everyone can say nothing bad about it. But um, That game sucks. You haven't played it. Shut up. <laughs> You didn't say that. You just said everybody can say nothing bad. Can, can, go nothing cry bad. in the corner. I don't know. It comes in a big box. <laughs> and I've noticed any 3DS game that comes in a big box is usually pretty good. Big box? Yeah. Uh, that was only the collector's edition. Comes in. <laughs> right. Comes in a big box. <laughs> Noted. Um, All right. It has the option for a big box version. <laughs> um, something that's very interesting. I think I might be... Like, the game is well written, and I love the characters and stuff like that. But the side quests are, like ridiculously well done. Like, I just did the side quest. This isn't a major spoiler because it's this is literally like a half-hour span of gameplay. I just did the side quest where there's this entire town run by women. It's all women. Not a single guy lives there. It's illegal for guys to live there. Go on. Every three weeks, that town's they're all like They're all like... <laughs> they're all like the chicks from Mean Girls. In that they're really, like, stuck up, really, like, fashion-oriented and stuff like that. But that's when Lindsay Lohan was still a human being, so go on. <laughs> and they're the kind of people that spend a million dollars on a specific kind of hair dye because it's in style. And then 
So my wife, go on. <laughs> you go to find out where this hair dye comes from, and you find out that it comes from this evil person that has literally been plucking the wings off of fairies and grinding up the wings and throwing the fairies off a cliff in order to make this hair dye. Wait, why do they need to throw them off the cliff? Evil witnesses. Evil chick. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to notice a bunch of and, walking and, fairies and, around? Hang on, no, 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 no. no. And she describes in great excruciating detail exactly how she pulls the wings off of these fairies. Keep in mind, one of your like companions like that follows you throughout the entire game is a fairy that you learn to like grow close to and talk to and is basically a non-annoying Navi. So, so, so this touched the feels is what you're saying. Morbid. It was just like I, I just imagine her like literally like taking a fairy like underneath her finger and being like Shh. and then the, the fairy girl like Aah! and just Can I just say something real quick? <laughs> so first of all, yes, it sounds like very well written, awesome, mm-hmm. I mean horrible horribly awesome side west. Yeah. Um so that that's all fine. Um but this 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 evil person who is doing this plucking um sounds like an idiot because Every creature that I've ever heard of that has feathers, when you pluck them, the feathers eventually come back. And so... No, no, I, no, 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 no. You're not plucking feathers. You're plucking the wings. Oh, the whole wing. The whole wing. Oh. And then grinding up the wings. That's a little bit different. Yeah, just a bit. That's horrible. It is horrible. But anyway. So, yeah. Lots of Bravely Default this week. I also played a lot of WWE 2K14. Oddly enough, because uh, for those of you who aren't wrestling fans, and I, I know this, Goat probably knows this, Charlie doesn't care. Um, so w- one of our favorite wrestlers is CM Punk because he's from the Chicago area and, you know, hometown guy and stuff like that. And it's been rumored since January whether he was leaving WWE or not. And this past week it was, like, finally, quote-unquote, confirmed because he was added to the alumni page and they showed his documentary and he came out on Twitter where it was the hashtag thank you punk was trending. Um, the day his contract expired, and he's like, no, thank you, don't take any shit from anybody, always health and happiness first, and stuff like that, and so everyone's just like, oh, and with me, I'm like, so now I need to beat everyone on the roster with him in a video game, okay. (laughs) Plus, I, you know, you were probably getting out this angst and anger you had about the whole fairy situation, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Punk's all doing, like, go to sleeps, and Mike's yelling at TV, you take that fairy wing, this is what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny that. (laughs) Anyway, that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Coming in at number five... Uh, according to a report from Bloomberg, which is apparently a place to, the, to get news from, not just... I got nothing. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So, we we love shitting on CEOs here. Not literally. Maybe literally. That's whatever we do behind closed doors is not your guys' Closed Corey. doors? <laughs> Take all the fun of it out of it, why don't you? <laughs> um... So, allegedly, according to a report from Bloomberg, uh, Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision, also the most, um, (laughs) the man most annoyed that people Photoshop him into the devil, apparently. That's a thing. I'm not kidding. Um, Makes it hard in his dating life, according to him. Anyway, um, so CEO of Activision, Bobby Kotick, was almost fired last year. 
Um, in a series of emails moved back and forth between Vivendi Universal, their parent company, um, which were acquired by some guy and then published, and now everyone knows about it, um, Kodak, th quote, threatened to leave if he couldn't lead a group of people to purchase $2.34 million in shares. I'm not a business person, but I'm not sure why this is a big deal. Why? What specifically is a big deal? He 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 um, threatened to leave the company if he wasn't allowed to lead this group in purchasing shares. Um, a lot, a lot of shares. I okay. I could be mistaken, but my understanding is that the more shares mm -hmm. that are out, so okay, it, it might. When a company goes public, and when when there are, when when there are shares to be had, they basically allocate so many shares. Mm -hmm. For the record, if, if if there are any people that actually know what they're talking about, unlike me, please <laughs> please feel free to write slash call in slash. Charlie's just the most professional sounding person in the room. <laughs> I can fake it really well. Um, if if I'm wrong, please correct me. But my understanding is that when when a company goes public, they say like, here's how many shares we have to allocate or right. whatever, and so they can sell like that many. And so uh, if so, him, there being a problem with him wanting to sell more shares may have, it may have been a couple things. It may have been that they may have, may have been diluting the share pool more than they wanted because the more shares that are out there, the, the less each share is worth, I think is how that works. Mm -hmm. um, so that may have been a problem. Um, it may have been a problem that the, the people who wanted to buy the shares weren't like, I don't know, desirable investors. I mean, like. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, 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 it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's reaching an, here, but I'm just trying to think of It's an interesting thing to note that Vivendi Universal has been trying to get rid of Activision for a while because they don't think they're really worth their interests anymore. And, 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 and I'm not sure if that's just because they – because we reported on it last year and probably again a couple months ago that Vivendi was shopping around trying to find someone to buy Activision because they, they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. We don't want them anymore. Well, then that would be a very good reason why they wouldn't want people buying shares into the company if they were trying to get rid of it. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, interesting thing to note, by the way, from the report, the emails that went back and forth between Vivendi um, execs and stuff like that uh, were surprisingly playful. One guy was like, I don't know what he's doing. I'm not sure why he hasn't been fired yet. And the other guy was just like, I can do it tomorrow if you'd like. And then I'm like, huh? This, is, this seems like a conversation between like early 20-somethings. So not like, I'm presuming this was like, well, these could be early 20-somethings. Um, <laughs> executives at Vivendi? One of the uh, biggest media companies in the world? Uh, um, the, uh, I, I'm presuming these were not meant to be leaked? No. Yeah. Um, it's not like they were like released in like company documentation or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, people, people are weird when they don't think anybody's yeah. listening. Um, I, I find it most more surprising and go, you said this before and I completely agree that we're just finding out about this now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is what last year you said. Yeah. He, he was <laughs> almost fired last year. We're, and then we're just finding out about this now. So, yeah. so like that, that's a PR department that I like. <laughs> They're doing their job. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, if you guys are looking for clients, um, we, don't, we don't have any money. But, <laughs> so that means, uh, we, have, we have beards. So that means if Activision... We can't pay people in beards. We can pay them in being able to stroke our beards. No touchy. That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team and allow <laughs> PR people we'll to just stroke my go. beard. He won't remember a thing. That explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that like it when they... See, my thing here, though, is if this PR department's so good, though, 
So when they do sell Activision, we'll find out in like what they'll sell it like tomorrow. We'll find out what twenty seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, Activision. Yeah, they've been owned by EA for about five years yeah. now. <laughs> that explains the five Tony Hawk games under EA. That seems backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think Activision might have more money than EA, but that's just because they're attached to Blizzard. And anywhere where, oh, yeah. anywhere where Call of Duty, Skylanders, and World of Warcraft make the same money. We have Activision's owned by PopCap, which I know is owned by EA. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's be realistic. Double Helix will buy them. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm proud of you for remembering that name. That's, wow. I'm not right now. <laughs> You're not proud, you're not remembering. I'm not remembering Double Helix, right? That's okay, I'll forgive you. Okay. <laughs> Coming in at number four, Ed Boon, the creator of Mortal Kombat, took to Twitter this past week and said he's open to more guest characters being in the Mortal Kombat franchise. This shouldn't necessarily be a surprise to anybody, considering that in Mortal Kombat 9, it featured Freddy Krueger as a downloadable character, and on PlayStation platforms, you could play as Kratos from God of War. And then in, in uh, superhero brawler Injustice Gods Among Us, you could play as Mortal Kombat's own Scorpion. So the... F- fact that he's open to guest characters he even said uh, expect at least one possibly more um, so the internet is ablaze with people trying to figure out who guest characters might be in the new Mortal Kombat we've recently had uh, Raiden confirmed as a fighter uh, which is like of course which is like confirming that Bison will be in Street Fighter I mean yeah. it's <laughs> um, wait he's in Street Fighter? <laughs> only as a guest oh okay. <laughs> Um, His fighting style says guest. <laughs> um, the only things I could think of is that it, it probably has to be a character owned by Warner Brothers since they're published by Warner Brothers. Animaniac. Go. go. <laughs> <laughs> All is one character, right? Like yeah, yeah, three yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's they, like they jump on climbers and Smash Bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, 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 they jump on each other's backs, and then Wacko gets a giant hammer, and that's their fatality. Oh my god. I would buy that game in an instant if that <laughs> happened. That'd be amazing. That's the, if that was the only playable character, that I would buy that in an instant. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so do we think we're going to see a reversal like DC characters as guest characters? No. No. I don't think we're going to see DC characters, and here's why. You remember DC Universe versus Mortal Kombat? Yes. How horrible it was? You're the only yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> um... So the reason that one of the reasons that a lot of people criticized it was because the violence was severely toned down for meeting a Mortal Kombat game, and a lot of that was because the superheroes were involved. Like, mm-hmm. like the people behind Mortal Kombat obviously don't give a shit if Scorpion's limbs are ripped off and shoved down his throat. But the people that run Warner Brothers are really concerned if suddenly Batman is literally being ripped apart by some ninja with a skull for a face, and vice versa, doing the ripping apart. Right. So they yep. don't want to. Right. They don't want to tarnish the image of the superhero. That's a good so, point. So that's, that's why point. I don't think a DC uh, superhero is going to be involved. Even like the more extreme ones, like um, like like Lobo or something like that. I mean, nah. that'd be more that'd be more of an injustice character. Like you get that and deep, was yeah, you get that deep into stuff like that. It needs to be a comic game. It's okay. it's. I mean, keep in mind it's probably going to be a downloadable character, so it's got to be someone that a lot of people know. Yeah, um, that's true. Deadpool. You reach into the barrel. Yeah. Deadpool's Marvel. I don't care. He should be in a Mortal Kombat game. He's like, seriously, he's already got the mask, he's got the guns, and he's got the foul mouth. Like, yeah. why hasn't he been in, he should have been started in Mortal Kombat. Him and, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero showed up for beers or chimichangas. <laughs> 
So, uh, so, so who are you thinking? Like, what's the internet thinking is going to be? Like, um, who, are, who are the top runners? The internet is is thinking a lot of like horror themed characters going off the Freddy Krueger idea. So, like uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh. And, um, and uh, Jason from the that's Friday the Thirteenth, right? Yeah, yeah the other Jason one's Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and oddly enough, a lot of people think that Predator is a is a contender, which I'm like, okay, I can see that. It's not owned by Warner Brothers, and again, I don't think the other guys are either, but it, it would fit at least. So, and I, here I am trying to think of like if if Warner Brothers is trying to promote anything. As far as mm. like putting in the character as like a promotion material or something sure. like that, and I can't think of anything. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His fatality is he summons a basilisk and just fucking. Actually, I'd play the fuck out of that. What am I talking about? <laughs> so I don't know. That that's that's what the internet thinks. They think a lot of like horror themed characters and stuff like that, which makes sense. Goat's shaking his head. Do you have any ideas, Goat? I just I don't know. I think the horror the, with the with uh, Freddy, they've already done that. I think they're gonna do something like completely like different. You know. And and the guys at Mortal Kombat, they have a sense of humor. So I'm kind of hoping it's something like they've already done the obvious. Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> that could be weird. That'd be no, hilarious. That, that ended up being like Yoda in Soul Calibur 4, where he's too short and you can't hit him unless you're doing like vertical attacks or ducking attacks. Yeah, mm. but he's a DLC character, so yeah, he'd be perfect. <laughs> see, I want to see I want to see the secret character be Ed Boon himself. That'd actually be kind of cool. Yeah, he like walks out, he's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like he's all just like laid back about it, like, hey, we gotta, we gotta okay. do this fighting stuff. Let's uh, let's get this going. <laughs> and then like he has like the most brutal t- fatality, where like the entire like video game sucks the guy through, and you should. No, no, no. Yeah. He just turns off the game. Yeah. <laughs> Here he alters the programming or something. It would just... programality, not <laughs> boonality. But I'm, I'm hoping they, they do now. that. Huh? I'm hoping they do that. That'd, That'd be really be cool. Be like uh, that'd be like all the people who wanted Reggie and Smash Bros. Yeah, he should have been Smash Bros. Well, he technically is through the Me Fighters now, yeah, so yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm hoping for Neo. For who? Neo from the Matrix. Uh, was is that owned by Warner Brothers? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. I mean, he's a martial artist. I'm saying, I mean, like, you know, yeah. I don't know if they want to. I don't know if, I don't know if they want to associate him with the blood and gore, but um, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a good fighter. They're not doing anything. He knows new, kung though. fu. They're not. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> Stupid line. Um, <laughs> they're not doing anything new with the Matrix. That's done and put to yeah. bed, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, who knows? Could be a fun throwback, but whatever. We'll see. Coming in at number three. Microsoft is apparently cutting costs like mad, and one of the uh, one of the most relevant cuts in terms of this podcast and stuff like that is that Xbox completely shuttered their entertainment division in terms of television, which means all the original television that they were going to plan for the Xbox One and stuff like that, gone. Nothing. Not doing it anymore. Except... For they're still they're gonna finish the Atari um, the the ET document the ET documentary, yeah, and they're um, going to finish the Halo miniseries. Well, they better finish both of those things because yes. those have enough buzz. It's just like it's about fucking time, you know, when when, when those actually get out right. and stuff. Well, they have to finish Halo. Spielberg's already cast the check. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. Um, Charlie, what do you have? You you've been keeping familiar with any of Microsoft's like cuts at all, as far as like whatever it is they're doing? Um, only only vaguely. I know that they're they're 
the majority of their cuts are going to be, they said they're going to be announced over like the coming months. They, they did announce that they're cutting like something like 12,000 jobs. That's ridiculous. Uh, well, I mean, for a company the size of Microsoft, That's... it's actually not that ridiculous. But I mean, yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, the majority of them are coming from their, their entertainment divisions and their other offshoots where they're just like, you know, Microsoft sort of like spread out. Yeah. Like 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 moss on a tree and they were like, No, 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 come back, come back, come back, let's focus, focus, <laughs> focus, focus, focus. Um, which I think is a good thing. Um mm-hmm. and so the most investors, because the day that they announced that they're cutting twelve thousand jobs, their stock went up five percent. So really? yes. <laughs> um because you know, Microsoft has long been criticized for just doing too many things. Investors for a mm-hmm. long time have wanted them to completely sell off and get rid of the Xbox division. They're like, focus on Microsoft. We even reported on that a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. The rumor was, that the, the, the weird rumor was that they were going to sell the Xbox division to Amazon, which, yeah. Which no. Didn't happen, <laughs> clearly. Um, but, um, you know, so... That we know of. <laughs> but, um, you know, so a, a lot of people are saying that, um, that them shutting down the Microsoft uh, Entertainment Studio or whatever the hell it was called yeah. was a um, was a bone to the people who have been saying to get rid of Xbox. It's like, okay, we're not going to get rid of Xbox, but we will consolidate a bit. And um, they're 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 getting a lot of like they're getting rid of a lot of like middle management, and they're just they're 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 making it so like the programmers are closer to the people in charge, and just they're they're really just, you know, uh, you know, make making the whole operation more efficient is is kind of their goal here, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. So what you're saying is like the big guy was looking through his paperwork, and he's like, "Who the fuck is Rob Johnson, Have assistant you seen associate?" Director of Xbox. We have a TV fucking division when we do that. <laughs> if you've seen Office Space, yeah. that's what was happening. Yeah. 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 Hey, Bill, when do we get TV? I don't know. The, 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 one of the kids did it. He said something about TV. I said, go away. I'm on the yacht. <laughs> Why do we have a TV division? Why do we? Well, s- s- sir, television is quite popular amongst gamers. We're, we're trying to acquire this My Little Pony. Why do we want to encounter ponies? I don't get it. Because I so. I don't know who that was. There's only one person here who can do the spring devices, and that's Elmo. I don't know why I did that, but it just seemed like the appropriate response. <laughs> I mean, it fit. I don't. Wow. I mean, yeah. yeah. We need to get a pill for that or something. Uh, <laughs> it's sort of like when you when you tap your knee with the hammer and the leg just kind of shoots up, it's like you and the Elmo voice. It's just like all it takes is a little tap, and it's just like all of a sudden. I'm clearly not, not as Elmo. good as the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you were like Kermit the Frog with his balls in a vice. <laughs> yeah! Take um, it off! <laughs> let the record show that Charlie actually did the whole arm flare. Kermit arms. <laughs> They're called Kermit arms. Yes. The Kermit arms. Yeah. I think, um, I think Henson actually has those trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jim Henson's dead. <laughs> oh, Brian. Henson Industries. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, coming back to the story. <laughs> um... So, I mean, you know, Microsoft has been going off in, like, every which direction. I, I think they were doing the whole, let's sort of throw everything at the wall and see what sticks approach. Yeah. And I think now they're figuring out what sticked. Oh, what stuck. Is what, <laughs> what should, stick? Is, no, no. is the like, English word to use there. I like sticked better. <laughs> I'm just and, glad uh, to get rid of the, uh, the Xbox car division. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Would you like to purchase gasoline? That's 500 Microsoft points. <laughs> uh... Achievement unlocked. Um, <laughs> you went to work on time. You, you showed, but if there was a car that gave me more gamer score, I would buy that car on day one. You would be right behind him, yeah. being Charlie, <laughs> going, wait, wait, if I go to work five days a week on time, I get how many gamer score? Damn it. <laughs> it's like The Sims, but real. Until <laughs> so you hit Damn something. It. 
Um, so Microsoft, yeah. we're available. <laughs> You know, we know you're getting rid of a bunch of people, but I think we've got a million-dollar idea here, or several million. Yeah. You know, we, we can negotiate. Well, they got some room now. We, we'll just take over the Xbox TV building. Yeah, they've got an empty building now. <laughs> just, just the three of us. Like a 20-floor like building. It's just like, okay, Charlie, you've got floors one through seven. <laughs> Goat, you've got floors eight through 18. I'll take the top one. What about the other ones? I don't know. We'll rent them out or something. Dodgeball. <laughs> Those are the dodgeball floors. All of them? Yeah. Multi-level dodgeball. By the way, Microsoft, we're available. <laughs> anyway. Coming in at number two. Speaking of number two. Um, Hang on, Bruce, real quick. Like we always say, I want, don't want to think Microsoft is left out of this. Hearts go out to everybody who loses their job at Microsoft. Yeah. Hope you land on your feet. Of course. It's always disheartening to hear that people lose their jobs no matter the situation. So It's fine. They're all, those guys are just going to go to Amazon Fire TV. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coming in at number two. Um, so, uh, you guys are familiar with Club Nintendo, right? I know Goat is. I don't know if Charlie... I know it exists. You know it exists. I have codes I've never used. You would probably love it, by I the way. Probably would, and it's probably... My understanding, tell me if I'm wrong here, is that the more Nintendo crap you buy mm -hmm. and then put the codes in off the crap, mm -hmm. you get more crap. Mm -hmm. That is so probably you. <laughs> it's probably a really good thing I don't know about this. I mean, I'm not familiar with it. Why so, do you own every single Nintendo game? Look at all this crap I got for it. <laughs> so for the uninitiated, Club Nintendo is a loyalty program put forth by Nintendo so that all first-party games and hardware and certain third-party games, if they're like exclusive, like Theater Rhythm, Final Fantasy gets Club Nintendo stuff, um, come with a code that you input into the, into the website, and then you get these coins. And you use these coins to get free stuff, or as... Charlie said, free crap. Um, what kind of crap, DJ? You get some things such as stupid little things like screensavers, washcloths, and extra wrist straps for your Wii remote. <laughs> washcloths? Washcloths. Is that one package? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> you do not get washcloths, screensavers, and wrist straps in one package. Say, that just... It's pretty kinky, Nintendo. <laughs> When you say screen savers, do you mean programs for computer? Or do you mean screen protectors? Screen saver for computer. People, okay. Go on. <laughs> um, you can get lame stuff like that. You can get cool physical stuff such as uh, like cases for like your your 3DS games and um, exclusive posters. And they even used to have like exclusive. Um, like the Game & Watch collections. It was literally a DS game that had like select Game & Watch games that you could play on your DS, and that was the only way you could get it. Um, more recently, they started making it so that you, every month, and they'll cycle these games out, is that you can get codes for digital copies of games on 3DS, uh, Wii, and Wii U, um, which are actually decent games. Like Sometimes it might be like this month, it, you can get... Um, Mario Party 2 on... No, not that was last month. Uh, you can get Paper Mario on the Virtual Console on Wii and Wii U. And you can also get, like, Donkey Kong Jr. on Wii U. And I got um, Kid Icarus 3D on the 3DS. All for free, just because I put in the codes from these things and get the coins and the so on and, and so on. But anyway, so every year on June 30th is a Club Nintendo year. It goes from July 1st from one year to, Ju to July 1st one year, June 30th the next year. Yeah, I got it right. Um... And there's an elite tier. So the way it works is that you 
If you gain 300 coins, you make it into gold status for the year. If you make it into 600 coins, you make it into platinum status for the year. Um, to put it into perspective, one coin equals about $1 for what you spent on the game MSRP. So like 3DS games are 40 coins. Uh, Wii U games are usually about 60 coins, but there's extra stuff you can do to get even more coins, like surveys and other crap like that. Um, I've been platinum status every single year since I started, which shouldn't surprise anybody in this room. Or nope, nobody is surprised. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised it hasn't been elite status every year. That's what that is. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I, yeah. thought, I thought there was like gold, platinum, elite. It was no, like the... just gold and platinum. It's, it's all okay. the elite umbrella. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was like the the final tier was you are elite. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, and the way that works is that gold members will get one cool, gold and platinum members will each qualify for one cool, like free thing at the end of a Club Nintendo year. And typically the gold members either get like, um, posters or the traditional Club Nintendo calendar. Uh, last year, they started offering free games just for for gold members. Platinum members always got arguably the cooler stuff. Everything from the first year they did it, you got a replica Mario hat. It was actually really nice quality. The year after that was a, a uh, like a Super Mario like character medley figurine kind of thing. And then it started to get kind of lame as far as trading cards. And then uh, last year was playing cards, like physical, like 52-card playing cards. And this year, the big thing is that there's no physical rewards whatsoever. All of the elite rewards are just codes for free games. Are they at least really good games? Yes and no. I mean, there's there's two games in the entire bunch that are like full at retail games. For 3DS, you get Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D. For Wii U, you get Game and Wario. Those are the top value games out of the entire selection. And then you go from like I think Zelda 2 is available on it. Uh, Dylan's Rolling Western is available on 3DS. Uh, Earthbound is available on it, which is great for any for. Any of six people who own a Wii U that haven't picked up Earthbound on the Virtual Console yet. Um, <laughs> I'm one. Charlie. Yeah. Um, so now we have to find the other five. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a lot of people on the internet are outraged at just the fact that Club Nintendo has gone downhill year by year and, and, and Goat's shaking his head like he Nobody doesn't care. Nobody understands how this works. Mm. Like, I get, I get it. Okay, you're a Platinum member, yada, yada, yada. But there's probably a shit ton of Platinum members. Like... This is a worldwide thing, right? Um, well, see, that's the interesting thing. Um, Club Nintendo is technically a worldwide thing, but there's regions. Like, our Club Nintendo is a lot different from Europe's Club Nintendo, which is a lot different from Japan's Club Nintendo. And that's something that we're actually going to get into a little bit, in a little bit here. But okay. that that's... So it's a worldwide thing, yeah. but not actually, yeah, like, it's, all it's, the it's same thing. segregated out, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Our, how do our rewards... I don't know if we're gonna. This is gonna be part of what we're gonna get to. But how are our rewards compared to the other regions? Uh, ours are shit. Okay, like straight up, like every single Club Nintendo member will tell you that Europe and Japan's rewards are significantly better than ours. And has, has, that, has that been the trend? Yes. Like even yes. this year, their digital's better than your digital. No, I mean, sure. <laughs> um. So a lot of people, a lot of people are outraged. I myself, I I was really looking forward to the big announcement when they were like, 
you, you know, hey, here's what you get. And last year, like, last year was the one where it was really, like, kind of deflating. But last year, the platinum reward was the official soundtrack for Zelda Majora's Mask. And I love soundtracks. So I'm like, okay, that's still pretty cool. It's not a big deal, but it, it's still pretty cool to, to, to finally be, be able to own that and put it on the shelf next to the Ocarina of Time 3D soundtrack. That Is this they something sang. that anybody could buy if they had the money? No. Oh, so this was a, it was an exclusive thing. Right. I mean, oh, that, that's something. Then. That's something, but, I mean... It's Majora's Mask. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I think it's like saying, here's a free car, but it's an 86. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that, that was one of the things with the Majora's Mask soundtrack, is that it was literally just, like, ripped from the games. It wasn't orchestrated, it wasn't, like, redone, it wasn't remastered, it wasn't nothing. It was literally just, let's take these old files... Plop them on a CD. I have a better car analogy. It's like, here's a free car, but it's a manual. There's only a very few people out there that are actually going to enjoy it. I'm one of them. Yeah, uh, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just like people who get video game soundtracks as the exclusive reward. I like it. Oh, I like it, too. It's not mind-blowing, but, yeah. you know. But I see what you're saying, where you're like, it, this could be better. Yeah. But it's free, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, But we'll get more, we'll get more into Club Nintendo in a little bit here. Um, coming in at number one, surprising absolutely no one that I put this at number one. Um, but in large text. In very large, <laughs> very large text. In fact, uh, all the other words on the on, in my notes are the traditional, you know, one line. Um, but at the bottom, taking up four and a half whole lines, it just says "Doom." So what, what's that, number that one? Voice and everything, huh? So what's number one? <laughs> At QuakeCon this past week, Bethesda and id Software finally, officially announced and showed off the new Doom game. Not called Doom 4, it's just called Doom, because it's a full reboot and uh, allegedly it's supposed to be an origin story. And I have to stop myself every time I say origin story, because I almost say orange story. <laughs> and I don't think that's what this is. No, it's not, no. It's the orange box. Now I'm just imagining Keiko demons as, as giant oranges that like shoot seeds out at you or something like that instead of... Anyway. Um... That's way better than what I had. <laughs> I seen the orange box with like the two, like the Doom guy on it, but it, Doom in the Half-Life logo. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, so Doom was officially unveiled at QuakeCon. Holy crap. Right. Demons from another dimension meets Half-Life? Mm -hmm. That's like perfect. Uh -huh. That's Half-Life 3. Wait for it. <laughs> Doom is Half-Life 3! <laughs> Half-Life 3 confirmed. It's been out for 20 years. <clears throat> what? <laughs> so you're saying Half-Life 3 came out before Half-Life 1 and 2? That's how good Gaben is. <laughs> You've had Half-Life 3 this whole time. Did you take the blue pill? <laughs> Wait, what? No! <laughs> no! I took the orange one. Anyway. Oh. Um, oh, you got the... The episodes then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bethesda treated everyone at QuakeCon to an extended 20-minute long gameplay demo for everyone that was at the show, and haven't made this video public. Uh, haven't made this video public. No one was allowed to record anything. There's not even shaky cam footage like anywhere on the internet. I've looked. Trust me. <laughs> I believe you. Um, but the big thing about this game is that they plan on going back to the game's roots. They're going to have 
old school mechanics like no more regenerating health, no more reloading clips or anything like that. The double-barreled shotgun makes a reappearance. Um, the mouse go- and keyboard comes back. Huh? The mouse and keyboard comes back. Well, yeah, it's coming out on PC. Um, <laughs> they would be they would be flayed if Doom if I'm still gonna call it Doom Four if Doom Four wasn't coming to PC like that that's the that's the platform that Doom was made famous on if they didn't make it available for for PC when is it coming out we don't know okay <laughs> the only thing we know is that they've committed quote unquote to uh, releasing it on PC on Xbox 360 Xbox One PS3 PS4 and I really wanted to say ooya as a joke, but I can't even do that. <laughs> See, that worries me. Why? It worries me that they're that they're including the 360 and the PS3. In well, they there. have to. Remember when they released Wolfenstein: The New Order and it came with that beta invite for Doom? It was also on 360 and PS3. Hey, hey! Some of us <laughs> are riding this pony till it's dead. Yeah, Let it care. go. Yeah, I don't care about you. Um, <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I don't care uh, about your type. Yeah, um, you in your pockets. <laughs> that was a watchdog reference for anybody who's not clear on what just happened. Um, <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even. I thought he was talking about your physical pockets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like every game that we've seen come out and has been taking the earlier consoles into consideration mm-hmm. and has looked not as good on the next on the current gen consoles. Ah, Wolfenstein disagrees. Have you uh, seen Wolf the new I Wolfenstein? Have not, to be you honest, need to. Like, there is a clear difference between the Xbox 360 and Xbox One yes. versions? Okay, all right. Well, that, that gives me some hope then, especially okay. considering There's, who we're talking about. Not to mention that Wolfenstein on 360 came on four fucking discs yes. for first-person shooter. Still 60 bucks. Maybe that's how they did it. Maybe that's... Maybe it probably that's, is. Okay. Hey, 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 all I'm saying is I got three more discs for the same price as you got one. <laughs> that's not impressive. I didn't say it was impressive. I'm just <laughs> hanging just on to the dream. <laughs> Um, so, but everyone that was in attendance for, uh, the Doom reveal, particularly, I was following the Twitter of one Dave Oshry, who, uh, aside from being one of the head guys, um, at Gunner Optics, the people who make those ridiculous glasses that I don't see a use for, um, he, he also was in charge of bringing back, uh, Rise of the Triad, which was, a uh, another first-person shooter from back in the day, kind of a cult following, yeah. um, uh, Goat remembers, apparently. I, I was part of that call. <laughs> I, I was, too. It's an amazing game. Um, uh, Dave Oshry was part of the group that brought it back and redid it and threw it out on Steam, and it was fucking awesome. Um, he was impressed by it. Like he, like, he was totally sold. Like, he was gushing about this even more than I was. Oh, my. But he's seen it, so, that, that, you know. I'm just happy I can go back to play Doom. Yeah, all this, time, back. all this time I admit I was thinking about Goat because remember Goat, the only first-person game that Goat has enjoyed over the past 14 years has been Bioshock Infinite, and the only and the last games that he enjoyed as first-person were the Doom well, games. I got I was having to enjoy it. I got burned out because I was I was full-on in PC gaming when the ID thing happened. Yeah, it was, I, 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 everything I played was Doom and Wolfenstein and you know insert everything here. Mm-hmm. So. It's all the same. So if I can go back and play the same game again, it's really it's good. All right, I'm cool with that. I'm more excited about playing the shit I know is good than, hey, look at that. It could have been Doom, but it's not. Right, right. So, 
So I'm really excited to see that there's a new Doom. I, I really wish that anything, even a, I don't even care if the full demo video is available to the public. I just want to see a teaser of it. But we don't even have that. I'm sad. They'll release it eventually. Yeah, but eventually it's not now. I know. I'm going to call it now. Uh, VJ's going to next year's QuakeCon. <laughs> just in case. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I... Just wandering around with a... Hey, more footage? More footage. We have any more footage? <laughs> but quick, I don't care about your quick. More footage of Doom. More... <laughs> Where do I go for that? <laughs> I wonder if I could get a press pass to QuakeCon. And I'd have to go. For at least 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just let me in for just, just this part? <laughs> Interesting thing about QuakeCon, too. I'm kind of getting off topic here, but I don't care. Um, a lot of people are really sad that John Carmack isn't there this year. John Carmack, of course, one of the original founders of id Software and creators of Doom and Wolfenstein and stuff like that, always had a really good, um, uh, a really good talk and a keynote speech, whatever. That um, for some reason always reminded me of Charlie, just because he gets so buried in like tech speak, but he loves it. Like it, it's it's adorable. That's like the nicest thing anyone has ever said. I compared Watching you to John, John Carmack. Yes. <laughs> He's a rocket scientist. That that should be a compliment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's probably allowed to go with Did, that yeah, whole thing in the lawsuit. I don't know if they were fixed that or not. There's no, probably they, he's probably some paperwork that didn't allow him to show up. He'd, he'd, he'd probably be eaten alive. But but yeah, I, I I kind of agree. I I miss him being at the show because I never understood about seventy percent of what he said when he was on stage, but it was still really fascinating to watch him talk and just just go on forever. Like I, I'm the same way with Charlie. He'll go on about like techno stuff that I don't understand, and I'm legitimately interested, even if I'm not absorbing a thing he says. Oh. I have no idea what you're saying. Just keep up with the syllables. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they sound pretty. Have you not noticed that like, when you go on your rants on here, like me and Mike both have that? Like, we turn into like the, the nodding dogs. We're like uh huh, uh huh. Actually, no, I haven't. And I then we look at each other. We're, we're, I, 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 give me some credit. I do try to pay attention oh, yeah. to what it is, but a lot of it's just like, I get it, but my head doesn't. <laughs> but, but there's always that moment when we both start nodding, and then we look at each other, and we're both like, okay, we, all right, we'll compare notes after. All right. <laughs> For the record, don't do that anymore. If you don't understand, stop me, because if you guys don't understand me, there are listeners who don't understand me, and I, I want to be understood. Noted. Gotcha. Okay. But I still enjoy it. Well, I, I, that, that's good, but it's more important you understand it. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Can you do pictures? <laughs> I will even get a whiteboard just for you, Mike. <laughs> he missed the last word, app, but yeah, he'll be fine. It'll be on my iPad, but I will get a whiteboard app just for you. Oh, and he'll be like, look, my whiteboard's animated. Can your whiteboard do that? Yes, if I draw real fast. <laughs> this seems really dangerous. Like all these whiteboards stacked up and he's flipping them. I... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, new Doom. Can't wait, etc. Doom, 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 tacos. Stop it. Oh, tacos. Damn it, girl. Go put on your dog suit and go pee in the yard. Okay. (laughs) 
So we're talking Club Nintendo today, um, and I kind of wanted to break it down into, like, you know, there were a lot of things that we left out of the news because we were specifically talking about this, and I specifically wanted to talk about this because I'm angry, and, and that's apparently how a lot of the features here go. Um, no, one's dis- no, yep. one's, no one's disagreeing with me. Okay, I'm okay Somebody's angry, we rant about it, we move on. Feature yeah. done. Um <laughs> So the first thing I wanted to mention was the differences between the regions. We kind of, that was kind of the biggest thing we talked about in the news. Um, so here's the thing: as of right now, like as of this very moment on Club Nintendo for North America, to be clear, this moment is at six twelve p.m. Central Time on Sunday, July twentieth, twenty fourteen. Fuck, it's six twelve already. We gotta hurry. Um, not really. Um, the only <laughs> the only things that are available on Club Nintendo for like regular coin rewards are. The aforementioned washcloth, the wrist. <laughs> That's really you were making that up. <laughs> I'm not. Making what that is up. on this washcloth? Yoshi. Ugh. In the corner, is it a print? I need In more information. So it's like a white washcloth. Okay. No, it's striped, okay. green and white. And so it's a striped green and white washcloth with a little em- embroidered Yoshi in the corner. Uh, it, it yes. That makes me a little. Better. I don't want like Yoshi's face on my <laughs> junk in the shower. At least the little guy. He's next to. You use a washcloth on your junk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost scrubbing to do down there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work in air conditioning. <laughs> um, I call that crotch butter. <laughs> I, I, anyway, moving on. I call the paycheck. <laughs> moving on. All right, no dinosaur balls. What we got? <laughs> There's a washcloth, there's replacement uh, Wii remote straps in different colors, mind you. So it matches um, your ensemble of your living room? Absolutely. Um, there's the shitty Kirby Epic Yarn patches. No, no, no. There's two sets. There's one that's Kirby and the other character you can play as, and then there's another one of Kirby as a truck and Kirby as a UFO, and no one likes the ones of Kirby as a truck and Kirby as a UFO because... So the shitty is in the what they are uh, pictures of, not of the quality or... No, I don't okay. think anyone's actually bought them. Fair enough. Um, Who doesn't want Kirby as a truck? People <laughs> don't know what they're getting. Um, there's Animal Crossing greeting cards. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> greeting what? <laughs> Other animals, I don't know. Um, Animal Crossing greeting cards. There's also like a, a, a Mario like notepad or something. Which I have not bought. <laughs> now yeah, that's used. Yeah, what, what? Why? That should be a gimme. Be- because it's like uh, this big. Oh, it's like a little like like it, tiny gotcha. little like pocket thing. If gotcha. it was if it was like you know the size of what I put my notes on, then yeah, I'd be all over that. But no, they they have though th- that's what av- that's what's available. Like they've even taken the screensavers down. <laughs> I take that back. There's also one you could get this crappy downloadable game for the Wii where you literally just punch grills with a boxing glove. <laughs> <laughs> like cooking grills? Yeah. Or like grills and gangsters' faces. Uh, the one that Goat said. Oh, mine would have been better. I don't know. But more offensive. <laughs> I don't no know. No one's going to be offended if you punch a barbecue grill. I don't know. Who says offensive? I didn't mention skin color here. That's true. <laughs> I don't know many 30s gangsters who had grill. Anyways. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the whole like Weber punch thing. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the the weird twist of fate is that that downloadable WiiWare game um, used to be the uh, gold reward for the elite members that we mentioned earlier, and now it's just eighty coins. So you buy 
two 3DS games. It's like, hey, you get to punch grills. Anyway. So this is the, that's the, like, the, the low tier. That's like any schmuck tier, right? Or any that's nin- what's available. Any Nintendo purchasing person. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's just what's available right now. That's like, Everybody, like, platinum to... Yep. That's like five below on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> For, um, for, for in case you don't have one of these around you, five below is a, it's like a dollar store, but it's a five dollar store in this area. I don't know. And below, but it's yes. in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> five below refers to five dollars and below. Yeah. Oh, I thought I always thought that was the temperature and the store. You it's ever like, been what? in one? Huh? You ever been in one? No. That's so why it was apparently five degrees below zero. I why would <laughs> I go in one? That's silly. You're silly. Anyway, <laughs> so basically, it's like plastic cars. You get like all these on your way out the door, and all this like bargain dollar fifty cent crap. Now, occasionally they have neat stuff. Like I mentioned, the uh, Game and Watch collections. Mm-hmm. They actually had like replica, like Game and Watch, like little doodads that they like sold in what the early eighties and stuff like that. So they had some of those that they could put out. Um, they had the um, Nintendo once upon a time were in charge of creating Hanafuda cards apparently is some kind of Japanese card game that I'm not familiar with. All I know is that I ordered a set of the Hanafuda cards that had Nintendo characters on them. I took one look at the directions because there were one of those like like really thin tissue paper instruction things that they fold in that they fold like a million times. You open it up and half of it's Japanese and you're like, okay, so I'm never playing this. That that was it. Like literally they're just sitting on my shelf. It's like, hey, that's a thing. Um the coolest things they've had, they had a poster that was the uh, AR card for the 3DS, so the giant like uh, the card with oh, and the it block, worked, and then it? yeah, it yeah. works. It was awesome. I I have a picture of me floating around somewhere that was me taking off Mario's head with a Buster Sword in the lawn because why not? Um, so they have occasionally cool-ish things, but it, we have nothing compared to the European store. The European store has, first of all, they have a Kirby Frisbee. Okay. It's literally a frisbee that's pink with Kirby's face on it. It's like, hey, throw me. You know, just. Well, yeah, but they leave their houses. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but they have things like that. They have, uh, they have like, full blown soundtracks on there. So you can buy, like, the soundtracks of these games for free with all these. They have stars instead of coins, and there are a lot more stars instead of whatever. Um, so you can get, like, these full soundtracks that you can't get anywhere else. They have. Um, knickknacks and like figurines. They had a uh, full size, like when Twilight Princess came out, they had a full sized statue of Link on Epona that was like 12 inches tall that you could get for free if you bought enough Nintendo stuff. Yeah, I would have bought a shit ton of Nintendo They also stuff. offered one in gold. Like real gold or like painted gold? Painted gold, but okay. you know. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the eventual hey, question here. Hey, hang on. One, one more item. Okay. <laughs> the one item that I wanted on the European Club Nintendo store more than anything was a classic controller for the Wii that was modeled after the Super Nintendo controller. Oh, wow. It yeah. was perfect. What like, about that? Huh? What about that in a heartbeat? I would have mm-hmm. had a statue and a shit ton of Nintendo games I never played, but they were open. <laughs> <laughs> so. so here's the obvious question. Um... Clearly, whoever mm-hmm. is in charge of managing this program mm-hmm. hates the United States. 
Well, see, that's the thing. I think it's I think it's just Nintendo of America dropping the ball with Club Nintendo. I think they're like required to do it because you know the head honchos in Japan say, "Hey, do the thing." I, I'm not accepting that because if, if oh, I'm not either, but well, no, I no, think no, that's no, how no. it works. I, I, I'm saying I, I'm not expecting. I'm not. I, I don't believe that that explanation is correct because. Uh-huh. If that were the case and they were just like, oh, we don't give a shit about this program, they would just say, just copy whatever Europe's doing. Because that requires the least amount of effort possible. They're putting effort into making our rewards shittier. <laughs> they're, making, they're putting effort into mediocrity. Exactly. Interesting. So, what, what do you think... What, what, what are the theories out there as far as the reasoning of this? Why, isn't, why is America getting screwed? I think a large part of it, honestly, comes down to, believe it or not, shipping costs. And Goat's already uh, nodding his head because he's familiar with the shipping department. Well, um, <laughs> well okay. okay. Think, think of it this way. Think of it this way. How many things like of this nature do you think are manufactured in the U.S.? Probably none. Even more logistical, Europe and Japan are greatly smaller than the United States. <laughs> so you takes... think it's a matter of distribution numbers? So, like... yeah. Well, okay, so like you have your thing in Tokyo. You can pretty much get anywhere within like a half a day in Japan, shipping something, right? If your distribution center's in LA, it takes you three to four days to get it to New York. Mm-hmm. That's a lot more money. <laughs> um, also a thing to keep... So in make mind. it cost more points. I mean, like, make it up somewhere. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. it's still, but then it's quote, just, unquote, free. It's guineas. And where are they making their money I mean, off? they're they making their money off of the game sales. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not It's not free. I mean, like, you're getting this it's, because it's you've spent money. It's not free, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it, it's... Honestly, my thing is, is I think America is screwing America as per usual. They're not into it. It's not a huge thing here. Like, a lot of people don't know what Nintendo, you know, you see the fl- little fla- fla- flyer flappy thing in your 3DS game, you're, you know, it's like Club Nintendo and a code, and you're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> they don't promote or anything here. It's That's like, it's, what I it's, do. It's, it's, it's like, it's not a big thing here, so why put any money into something that's not a big thing here? We obviously don't care, so... That's actually a very good point. And the, Let's even, throw them crap. Even the people who do look into it, like me, like, the way it works is when you punch in the code, it asks you to do a quick, like, 12-question survey as far as the game, and then you can get even more points a month down the road if you say, like, how you enjoyed the game and stuff huh. like that. But I don't think I've ever taken one of those surveys seriously. Like, I just blast through them and just go, like, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Nope. This one, this one, this one, this one. And that's it. So what you're saying is that you're part of the problem. Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Except when they were talking about bringing Xenoblade Chronicles to the U.S., then just every text form, I just put put, bring us Xenoblade to the U.S. And that was... That was it. But... So, so I, I kind of agree with that. The, the club Nintendo's not big in America, but at the same time, it's like, you know, because that was one of the reasons that a lot of people think that they've gone all digital with the Elite rewards, because it doesn't cost anything to email you a code for to download a game on your Wii U or 3DS. Yeah. It doesn't cost a thing. So it's, it's like, just, and especially because Nintendo's actually doing a pretty damn good job at trying to go all digital with their platforms and stuff like that. They're not perfect, but they're doing a yeah. lot better than they have. Um so the fact that they can just throw like you know a digital copy of Game and Wario or a digital copy of 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 Donkey Kong Country or a digital copy of Earthbound or a digital copy of fucking Zelda. Well, then it also plays into if they're trying to keep up with Sony and Microsoft, who give you free games, digital games every month. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like, well, they're doing it. And what the fuck was, are we doing it? And that was actually one of the things that a lot of people praised Club Nintendo for doing is that every month, um, it's something that I really look forward to at the beginning of every month, the first week, is that. 
um, they'll cycle out the games. Like, it's always two 3DS games and two Wii slash Wii U games. And it's usually one, um, for each platform, it's usually one virtual console title and one, like, original, like, indie game style thing or something yeah. like that. And a lot of people love it, especially when it's like, you know, a, a couple weeks ago they had Link to the Past on uh, Wii U. A couple months before that they had Super Metroid. And, and so everyone's just like, well, this is great. You know, this is... You know, I just bought three game, three Wii U games. I can use all those coins to get Another Super one. Metroid for yeah. free on the Wii U. And it's like, this is great. I don't, I don't see a downside to this. And a lot of people praise that. But the problem is that there are those of us, probably the minority at this point, that still love, like, the exclusive, like, physical knickknacks and stuff like that. But It's just, like, cost effective. Yeah. It, it, it's... Oh well, I'm, um. I, th- I, do, I do think that you know if you're going to have a rewards program that mm-hmm. that you know your rewards should be I don't know like maybe I'm maybe I'm just stuck in the past with this but I, I'm with you like the, the rewards should be like physical like can't get elsewhere like you know like actual like we care about you as a customer and yeah. so here's this you know here's your opportunity to get these things that nobody else can have right not just like here's digital copies of things that anybody else could buy with real money like right. Yeah, I mean, and 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 again, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are outraged at the elite rewards this year. It's just yeah. like, okay, I could have bought a copy of Game and Wario on disc and on clearance at Best Buy for seventeen ninety nine, right. or I can use and my get coins for it and get coins for it, <laughs> or I can use an entire year's worth of saved up coins that I got to get platinum status. Which, by the way, when you redeem an elite reward, you don't lose your coins. Like, the, those stay with you. you. If you make gold or platinum status, you just get to pick something. Um, now that I think about it, actually, Charlie, you're going to enjoy this even more. Um, so, the you remember how I said that you can get screensavers on Club Nintendo for America? Mm-hmm. The Japan version, I don't know if this is a, like a culture thing or not. Um, they also have ringtones and cell phone backgrounds. It's very much a cultural thing, yes. Is it? I thought that was weird. At least, but I'm like the I, Japanese are very big on their on their on their mobile devices. Yeah, but couldn't you just like find a picture off Google and like, okay, set well, as background. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you could also go buy Game and Warrior for seventeen dollars. I don't want Game and Warrior. <laughs> but same idea. I specific, let me just say, by the way, when I was when I was sitting there with the screen in front of me with the like dozen or so games that I could pick from for my elite reward, I was serious. I was going back and forth between the only two retail games that were on there between Donkey Kong and Game and Wario, and I looked up every review I could for Game and Wario, and all of them were just like, just don't do it. And then I started asking people, it's just like, it's free, should I do it? And they're like, no, just don't do it. And I'm like, but I've already played Donkey Kong. They're like, just fucking get Donkey Kong. I'm like, that bad? It's like, so, so you're saying I should get this game I've already played instead of this other game that I haven't? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. And my, my logic would have made me go and get it right away, though. I'm like, how bad is it? I need to know. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm with you there. Um, well, I didn't want it taking up hard drive space in my Wii U if it was going to be that mm-hmm. bad. Um, you can always delete it. You haven't seen my computer. (laughs) You have, but you haven't (laughs) dug into the computer. Wait, hold hold on here. So you don't delete anything but our podcast. (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) I've got 10,000 games for 30 years. Eh, That podcast is two weeks old. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Could come back. Seems like a conspiracy. (laughs) 
Okay, maybe that's not the best example. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. I'm okay with it. Um, but is this something that do you do we do we think that Nintendo needs like a loyalty program like this anymore? Or is it something that they should just like phase out or? No, see, that's the thing. Everyone else seems to be okay without a rewards program. I mean, that, that's my short answer. I mean, like, Microsoft and Sony don't have a rewards program. Really? do. We have Xbox rewards for you buy stuff and you get points and you get, like, a couple bucks every couple of months. And it's, I mean, it's not the same thing, though, is it? Not at all. No. Yeah. I mean, that that's... With, with Xbox Live rewards, I mean, you, you buy things and subscribe to Live and do certain things to get points that you can then redeem for Xbox money. That's not cool. It... It is and it isn't the same thing. But there's, mean, there's there's nothing exclusive there. Was my I guess right. yeah. my point? Right. Yeah. Is you know it, it's just it's just a, it's a it's a frequent flyer card, and you yeah. you can just get more things yeah. for the things you're already buying. Right. Um. I don't know. I, I think they should keep it and go with the digital stuff. I mean, like I said the, the, the games for gold and the the PlayStation Plus game. Well, thing. but those are bonuses <laughs> for the thing for when you're paying for membership. Yeah. Well, and technically, all you have to do is switch it over to that, and your coins can be redeemed and whatever, and you can get I actually, free games a month. I'd actually be okay with what Goat is saying, whereas if you, what you're both technically saying, actually, whereas if Nintendo had like a subscription thing and they gave you free games every month, which is, I mean, let's be honest, as, a, as much of a Nintendo fanboy as I am, that's basically what I'm doing now. You're just doing it manually. I'm just doing it manually. I'm just putting in a code every yeah. time I purchase a game. Let me clarify something. That, that that's actually not what I'm saying. But what, what 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 I'm saying is that the other guys are okay with this half-assed loyalty program, which is basically you know you you bought some stuff, so here's some more of that same stuff. Yeah. Um, what Nintendo is doing, it's clearly been diluted over the years, and now, <laughs> now to the point where it's basically what the other guys are doing. But at least still, there's some exclusivity with the things that they're offering. Yeah. Not much, but some. So you really want that Yoshi washcloth? Yeah, <laughs> I um, might. I might get the Yoshi washcloth just to have it now. You should just and because now we've made so many jokes about it that now it's gonna it's gonna be like Mugen Souls. It's just like now I need to just have it on the shelf. I'm just saying I would use that Yoshi washcloth were it to be in my house. All I'm saying is I would take the Yoshi washcloth, put it on my dash in a perfect square, get myself a really nice Samus bobblehead, <laughs> and put her on that washcloth. I like how he said he'd put her on the washcloth, not he'd put it on the washcloth. No, <laughs> referring to the bobblehead as a. I thing. do the same thing with my, with my ponies, so I understand. Yeah, I don't even know how he sees at the front of his car. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I you know it's I I wish I, I believe I'm saying I believe you agree with this. I I wish that Nintendo would go back to having their exclusives actually be substantial, mm -hmm. but. They are still doing more than the other guys, mm -hmm. so... The, I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying, Charlie, and I agree with you, yeah. But unfortunately, like, the time now, exclusivity is, like, almost dead. Everything comes out on multiple consoles except Nintendo. And even and, then, a and, lot of stuff, like Watch Dogs is coming out on Wii U and stuff like that. It's just, like... <laughs> And I think that I think that might be one of the reasons why Nintendo, if anyone, should embrace like the exclusivity of their Club Nintendo stuff is that they're the best at exclusive stuff. Oh, yeah. So why shouldn't they like just go all in with it? Because the two other guys are selling more consoles. That's true. <laughs> yes, but I, I mean, this is kind of my point. 
it's like then you, when when you talk about Nintendo fans, like mm-hmm. a Nintendo fan is not the same thing as a Microsoft fan or a Sony fan. Like, oh no! Hello. <laughs> Look at this guy right yeah. here, this big furry oh, I, guy right over here. Um, I totally agree with you. They will they will follow Nintendo through the drudges of hell. Hello. Also, <laughs> also known as Virtual Boy, and be okay with it. <laughs> Who is that? That should be a bonus. <laughs> um, but see, th- this is my point. As long as they're doing something, I wish they would do more. Yeah. Everybody who gives a crap about Club Nintendo wishes they would do more. Mm-hmm. But. They are still doing something yeah. to appease, well, I mean, they're, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I retract that word. <laughs> they're, they're doing more than the other guys. And as yeah. long as they're doing more than the other guys, I mean, that's good. I mean, like, keep in mind, Nintendo is not selling that many consoles right now, and I don't think upping their Club Nintendo prizes is going to net them more console sales. No. That's just going to cost them more money in the long run. Yeah. So right now, their numbers are down. Mm-hmm. And so they need to make up that money somewhere, and I think Club Nintendo is where that's taking hit. Maybe that's it. Is the, is the Wii U doing better in the other regions than it is in America? Uh, yes, but not by much. Well, still, that may be a factor here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give the people who are actually buying your stuff it could, a better reward. It could also be yeah. like just brand loyalty in general in our other areas. I mean, look at here's a good example. Look at Sega. Like Sega, like is just like. A name from the early 90s that isn't really that popular anymore in the U.S. But go to Japan and Europe, and like particularly in Europe, Sonic the Hedgehog is apparently still as big in Europe as he was in 1993. Oh, that's kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but like they're getting all this ridiculous stuff. Like the last, um, the last uh, Sonic Racing game that they came out, Sonic Racers Transform, mm-hmm. they had this like ridiculous collector's edition that came with like a remote control Sonic the Hedgehog oh and God. stuff like that. <laughs> um, meanwhile, we got the game, yeah. and uh, but I think it's I think it's a lot of our culture here now. It's like Nintendo isn't a big name here anymore. All of it, all it is now is like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. Not even World of Warcraft that much no. anymore. Um, well, that makes sense because the one Call of Duty we got the remote control car with that one. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that honestly, makes sense. If you're gonna put a remote control car, put it with your biggest name. And, yeah. So that means Mujin Souls probably got a remote control <laughs> fucking rabbit boat in Japan. <laughs> I need to check eBay for something later, by the way. Find two, order one. <laughs> we'll have races. Can I be very clear. Do not order three. <laughs> But all your ponies would look great in it. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. It's the same color scheme. Yes, they would. Trust me. All right, so, number three. <laughs> and if you, if you find if you find a remote control pony, just sub his out. <laughs> a pony boat. Yeah. Um, but see, one of, one of the things that I'm really discouraged about is that the fans have always come up with better elite rewards than Nintendo themselves, and they're not unreasonable things. Like the very. I just Unre- unreasonable yeah. to me would be like Samus armor. It's like that'd be awesome, but no, not for see, free. unreasonable. Would be like a three-story Mario statue. <laughs> so, <laughs> as I look up to imagine how big. That would be. Um, so 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 the first year that Club Nintendo was a thing in North America, the elite reward they gave for platinum members was a replica Mario hat that was actually very well built and it's actually very popular and you can get one on eBay for like 20 bucks now because no one wants them anymore. Um, actually, they might have gone up, but I don't know. Um, so Luigi hat's coming out. I could see that really. Well, see, that was the thing. Last year, everyone thought, oh, they'll do a Luigi hat. Yeah. Year of Luigi, you know, it'll make yeah. sense. And then we got oh, that... the Majora's Mask soundtrack. 
It's another well, year of Zelda. Okay, whatever. The year before that, it was Zelda's 25th anniversary. Yeah. So everyone was like, okay, it'll be something Zelda related. We got playing cards. So, yeah. <laughs> I go back to what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Clearly do not give a shit. This year, you know what everyone thought would be cool? An exclusive amiibo. Oh, yeah. Nope. Got nothing. So Literally the, nothing. The people in that are in charge of the Club Nintendo for America just don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much basically what you just said. They don't yeah. read their calendar. They don't listen to their own PR. Yeah. They're not even marketing their own stuff. They're probably playing like, World of Warcraft at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. an amiibo, I, I, I'm with you. That would, Club Nintendo exclusive yeah. for 2015. An exclusive mount for World of Warcraft. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> a Yoshi mount. What? Oh, man. I would give you I play Warcraft for 10 minutes. Warcraft. <laughs> there was a Yoshi mount. I'm just saying. Especially if it came with the but, sound effects. I think we're going to start with a company that really didn't even acknowledge the Metroid anniversary. So That's true. Still That's pissed very about true. the Nintendo. Still pissed at I you. was too. That was the first thing I ever wrote on the last website I wrote for that I'm not going to say the name of. I think we called it that site. Yep. So, oh well. So, it was just the Nintendo's Nintendo, get your shit together. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Nintendo! You never call anymore? <laughs> you look like you haven't been eating, but you won't take any food when I give it to you? You don't come by for holidays anymore? If you want to be cheap next year, Nintendo, just give us a digital firm handshake. <laughs> you never cuddle afterwards? You can do it with the Wii gamepad. <laughs> I was going with Long Lost Son. Wha you Where? Whoa. <laughs> he just had surgery. That's weird. <laughs> That, that, I don't even... Okay, I feel bad now. Please move on. Uh, that word, that's like 30,000 points in Scrabble, Please that word. Move on. <laughs> anyway. End the segment for good. Okay, fine, fine. So, Nintendo, get your shit together, because you're making it considerably more difficult for fanboys like me to continue being fanboys. But with that... Are you okay, Go. I just thought of this. Next year is going to be the year of we got our shit together. <laughs> and the world rejoices. <laughs> Suddenly new Metroid, new Earthbound. All the new. All the new. New Zelda, because fuck it, new Zelda. 3D Pokemon. And the Club Nintendo exclusive is a 12-inch Nest statue in a Samus outfit with exclusive Pokemon Amiibos. Amiibos. Whatever the hell those things are called. The twist will be that the 12-inch Ness statue in the Samus suit works as an amiibo. <laughs> that would be difficult. Dude. Put it on your gamepad and it just crushes it. I, I need next year's yearly income. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, remember, it's all free, just with a lot of Nintendo stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Like Sean Connery. Why do you... <laughs> And then those weird questions of why do you own the entire Nintendog series comes up, and it's just... <laughs> it's okay, I've got enough codes to spare. I'll, I'll throw a few your way. I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm already platinum status for 2015. Why well, should probably... 2015? Yeah. The year that hasn't happened yet? Yeah. No, we're in it now. How does... How it... Hi. Okay. So, no, so oh, you, because uh, you, it opened up at the start of this month. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So, what I do... Is that I once I'm once I'm like platinum status, I don't enter in any more codes unless they're releasing a reward that's like a lot of coins or something like that. Uh -huh. So I keep it all for the next Club Nintendo year. So I've literally had about a dozen sheets of paper sitting on my desk for the past year. Those codes don't expire. Nope. 
The coins do at two years after you uh, plug them in. I could have sworn. Are they worth more when the game just yes. came out? That's what I'm thinking. They're of. worth okay. more the month of release, but after that month, then it's just like, yeah, fucking whatever. Gotcha. So. Huh. So, yeah. I have some codes, too, then, apparently. Yeah. I might have to start one of those up and see if I can get... A washcloth? Uh, <laughs> We're all going to have Yoshi washcloths in four to six weeks. <laughs> uh, six to eight. Man, Nintendo, come on! <laughs> you can't get Prime with that, can you? Uh, no. <laughs> Come on, Amazon. Make a Wii Fire. <laughs> anyway, that's what we thought about Club Nintendo. Let's see what you guys think. Okay, so our mailbag question, of course, was Do you use Nintendo's loyalty program, Club Nintendo? What do you think of it? What do you think of the Elite Rewards this year being all digital? Uh, and then programming, no, we'll be recording this early Sunday around 4 p.m. Central Time, which we were. Hooray. Um, kind of. Um, Chuck says, I'm disappointed. Kimberly says, it sucks for me because I don't get my consoles online. I really look forward to the awesome and rare prizes. Um, I'm assuming she means that her consoles aren't connected to the internet, so she can't take advantage of the um, fact that all the prizes are download only this year. Ah, yeah. Um, Taylor says, I'm sad they don't even have posters this year for gold gold or platinum members. That's all I use Club Nintendo for, the awesome posters. Uh, The posters are legitimately really, really good. Um, seriously, I would pay actual money for official Nintendo posters. Um, and that's like the, the easiest, stupidest, cheapest thing to make, too. Just posters, fold it up, put in an envelope. Done. Right. So, or roll it up and put it in a tube. Or, or that. So as for emails today, Songbird emailed it, and you guys get your seatbelts on, because if I was angry about Club Nintendo, she's... Furious. I don't I have seatbelts. I'm excited. Let's go on this roller coaster together. Okay. You guys are in folding chairs and I'm in a desk chair. We don't have seatbelts. I'm should I be concerned? Sure. If you the Yoshi washcloth to be safe. <laughs> Damn it! Dear Vikings, this is Goat and Technotronicorn. Mailbag answer. I entered the program a few months before the Art of Video Games uh, in hopes of having the Starman Messenger bag with me for the trip. Unfortunately, it didn't ship in time for me before the event, but I did take it with when I go to other events like Best Buy Smash Fest. With regret, I have to say that America's Club Nintendo is pathetically underwhelming compared to the others. To be fair, though, there are instances where any club experiences either slump or excitement, but NOA tends to drag a lot. The problem, though, is that those items which drew the most attention cost a ton of coins, like the Luigi's Mansion 2 statue, which was really cool, and I'm really sad I missed out. Um, How did you miss out? You've been platinum this whole time. Um, it wasn't a platinum platinum reward. It was a you-need-to-spend-coins reward, and I didn't have enough coins, um, and I didn't... Even I didn't feel like buying six more Nintendo games that I already own just to get more coins. Oh, all right. Um, the problem, though, uh, I already said that. Uh, in retrospect, that statue cost more than double compared to 2010's awesome platinum statue. See, told you. Oh, okay. This is where she gets into all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known that I absolutely despise this year's rewards. I hate times 15 them. Hate times 15. That's a lot of hate. So she hates, 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 hates them. Stop it! <laughs> Look, I know it's impossible to please everyone, but these, quote, gifts are just lazy. What's worse, worth, what's worse is the Mario Kart 8 promotion makes the gold platinum rewards a joke, considering you only need to buy one game in comparison to around $600 to get platinum status. It's like the free gas card or whatever. Uh, she's talking about if you registered Mario Kart 8 on Club Nintendo before the end of July, you get a free game out of one of four. 
between. What am uh, I thinking of? There was something about a free. That was a Best Buy promotion. Oh, 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 oh. it was like a ten dollar gas card. It wasn't worth it because it was just a Visa gift card. If it was like special, Still ten free dollars. <laughs> fucking whatever. I get that an employee discount. Um, Could have bought another 3DS game for the coins. Uh, sure, Earthbound is a great game, which I haven't played yet. Hey, we found another one of the six. All right. Um, my brother, four. sister, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but since it's available to buy now, I'll play it when I feel like it. Heck, what about the people who already own all these games? Before people say, oh, you guys are greedy, or you should be lucky we even have a tier reward system every year because we don't. It's never fair to judge when you're not in their position. There are things in Europe's club that I want, and there are many things I want from Japan's club. Hell, the very day of America's elite status rewards were announced, Japan released two Two new rewards. Mario decorative tape. Okay. Like duct tape? I guess. And a Yoshi plushie. Right there. <laughs> right there. If that's not a sucker punch, I don't know what is. Through the years, I've learned to keep my... She keeps going on. Through the years, I've learned to keep my expectations low, but the past few months, I couldn't help but come up with ideas since there were so many good games released like Super Mario 3D World or Mario Kart 8, posters, or even soundtracks from said games. My brother and I would have went bananas if they released a Donkey Kong Country uh, Tropical Freeze soundtrack. Eh, bananas. Um, she did there. <laughs> since everyone celebrated the return of David Wise to the composer of the game... Uh, many of us have speculated various reasons why this happened, such as a sharp increase in members thanks to recent promotions to just the cost in general, considering that's why America was late to start a club to begin with. As At this point, I wish they would at least be honest to us as why this happened and tell us what the future is for, quote, our club. Hopefully they'll do, some, do so before the redemption ends, because I compare this reward as an afterthought than a token of thanks. They don't give a shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what we've, what we've gathered here. Oh, well. Um, can, can that be the episode title? Nintendo doesn't give a shit? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Songbird continues not... Continues. She's done with her comment, which... That was a comment and a half. That was Excellent. three massive <laughs> paragraphs, yeah. Um, here's how lame the rewards are. I was more excited about the reveal of the Japanese Kingdom Hearts 2.5 box art. I want VJ to show Goat and Technotronicorn the picture of it, quote, here... For I'm curious as to what they think about the fellow in the center. Uh, I actually haven't seen it yet, so I can't. Uh, what are we looking for? Uh, the Japanese box art for Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD remix. Live Wait, they have live googling, live googling, live googling, live googling, live googling. What? Oh, it's Ansem. What the hell's he doing there? Uh, Why is he like ghetto big arms? <laughs> Like, everybody else is like, hey, how you doing? We're like, That's cool. That's a pretty bitch in box art, not yeah, gonna lie. but like, look at Goofy. Goofy's all like trying to roll hard, and then like, dude in the background's all like, these are my minions, and like... Uh, Ansem is the main bad guy. That would explain why he's like, these are all my minions, but still, like, why does he have to be all like... He looks like Frieza with a goatee. Uh, funny thing, uh, he looks that, like... funny thing, um, that character, voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Wow, that explains the ears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming that's it because I don't see anything else. I've got a whole bunch of images here, but n nothing else has like a guy in the middle that I think she would be talking about. So yeah. Yeah, that's 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 Ansem. He's uh, he's he's not a very nice person. And he doesn't he's... look like a nice person. No, he looks like a a, a cousin of the leprechaun. <laughs> so there you go. That's what they thought, Songbird. <laughs> Uh, to my surprise, Tekken 7 was recently announced, uh, but there are two things that worry me the most about the game. What do they mean by, quote, the final battle, and how ludicrous is the final boss going to be compared to Azazel? 
Um, admittedly, I'm not a big Tekken fan, so I, I haven't been paying attention to Brian! it at all. Yeah. Brian! <laughs> can we get him on the phone? Can, 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 you, can, can we call a friend? I'm not kidding. Can, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I could, but I don't have very good signal here. Hang on. Get his number. You're actually going to call him. Yep. <laughs> this is happening. We need to have the... Who wants to be a millionaire... We're calling a friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, what fucking number is this? <laughs> what if you called and no one was Please there? Please leave your message for Brian Lesser. Yeah, that's definitely him. <laughs> Brian, I is Charlie from Gamerhead Radio. Hey, you should have picked up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> We want to know. What do we want to know? Uh, 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 what do they mean by the final battle in Tekken 7? And how ludicrous is the final boss going to be compared to Azazel? Uh, hopefully you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do they mean by the final battle in Tekken 7? And, and how ludicrous is the final battle in the new one going to be? Or some, something like that. Uh, <laughs> do me a favor. If you get this in the next uh, 24 hours, call back at uh, 94926Gamer and, <laughs> and leave us a message because uh, we're going to put it in the podcast because there's a question here that none of us know how to answer. So uh, <laughs> do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get that voice. I'm like, huh? So, uh, so, so hopefully he gets that message. I'm pretty sure he's probably getting that message right now. <laughs> and uh, if, if he got the message, we'll insert his answer right here. Hello, listeners. I'm that crazy guy from that one episode from last October. You know, fighting games. So on one fateful night, you know, when Charlie's drinking another craft beer, Mike was braiding his beard again, and Gil was being his awesome self, like he always is, they heard about the leak and announcements later that day about Tekken 7. And needless to say, they called me and requested that they answer, well, you get the idea. Then my answer is directed to this voicemail system. Whatever. With that said, let me answer the first question they had, that being, what is the final battle that the trailer is referring to? You see, if there's anything that the Mishima clan loves, it's trying to kill each other. It's like Family Feud. The real game. Joking aside, the final battle is about the feud between Hayashi and Kazuya Mishima. Um, the feud has been around since the first game 20 years ago. And just saying that makes me feel old. But in this case, in Tekken 7, Kazuya is avenging his mother's death by trying to kill Hayashi. Well, I should also mention if there's anything else that the Mishima clan loves, it's hanging out with bears. So the second question, what is the final boss? And to that I say, most likely, another giant monster that wants to kill everything. We saw it with Ogre. We saw it with Chimpachi. We saw it with Zazel. And to be honest, I wouldn't be a damn thing surprised if the boss was a double version of Kazumi Mishima, who is the mother of Kazuya, since she carries the devil gene. Yeah, you know, that plot device. I hope that clarifies everything, listeners. Now, now, if you'll excuse me, I need to buy another arcade stick. <laughs> and that hopefully was his message. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't, you didn't hear anything. 
Anyway, uh, if you hear the Jeopardy theme, we missed. Yeah. <laughs> Songbird finishes with saying, I know VJ's performing at Video Games Live near Comic-Con, but I'm assuming he's not attending it, sadly. Uh, I'm not, because, you know. Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Um, if you three were able to attend the show, what would you do? Hang out with Elfring all day? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to the first thing I thought of when I read this email, I'm just like, I'm going to take part in SelfieCon? Yeah. <laughs> Hang out with uh, Matt Elfring. From and I'm gonna, I, I'd probably help him hand out my noodle cards. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, um, I'd imagine that I would find anything video game related. A uh, goat would find anything he can relating to Joker, and uh, Charlie would be swimming in exclusive pony stuff. Um, actually, I would be hunting cosplayers. That's not creepy. <laughs> oh no, that's absolutely creepy. Like, not... like it's creepy. You're a cosplayer, but if you're stalking cosplayers, that's like a whole new level of creep. I didn't say stalking. I said hunting. Hunting, stalking. I'm pretty sure they're synonyms. No, because when I'm hunting, when you're hunting something, you're it knows when you found it. Because you kill it. Yes. You're gonna kill cosplayers. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> All right. So if we go, three go, two come back, and two don't know the third on the way back. No, I I, I just love cosplayers. That'd be amazing, think, though. Yeah. What? Because like the following year, you'd see everybody like all these cosplays, and it'd be the cosplay killer, It'd be dressed up like Charlie. <laughs> You are not talking me out of this right now. Um, <laughs> I um, no, I just think cosplayers are awesome. Like with the detail that some of them put into like their costumes, I just think they're awesome. So no, I would not kill them. Damn! What, come on, cosplay killer simulator 2015. <laughs> <laughs> You're marketing the wrong show right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Songbird, of course, for the email. Uh, Goat, you've got shows coming up. Yes, I do. I have one at the moment that I can remember. The other ones are kind of... Uh, August 8th, Cortland, Illinois for Cortland Summerfest. Not the Summerfest. It's in Cortland. But uh, it's $5 if you're over 21. If you're under 21, it's free. Don't ask why. I don't know. Uh, 29 Needles, 90-minute set. We are, oh, man. Uh, we just put the set list up on the whiteboard. The other day, and it literally, I wrote all the Chiba. All the what? <laughs> the Chiba. Which means everything. Everything we have. I was going to say, aren't you basically playing both albums? Uh, all, yeah, that and a couple things other than the surprises and uh, things that we have no idea what we're doing yet. And it's, it's going to be a great time. Great time. Just come out, see us, butcher a couple things, maybe mess up a couple other things, and play at least 45 minutes of good music. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm just putting this out there. Yeah. I will be there. Like, mm -hmm. I will definitely be there. I will also be there. I will be there as well. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm just putting this out there. Um, if you guys happen to do a cover of the My Little Pony theme song, I'm just saying that'd be great. No, I'm, I'm no. just I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, Charlie, I'm, you have I'm, more of a chance of me covering the My Little Pony theme song before Needles does. I'm not going to do it, but you have more of a chance of me doing I'm it. I'm just saying it'd be awesome. You've met the seven of us. <laughs> so just think of what you could do with it. I'm not saying it has to be a direct carbon copy. You can do whatever you want to it. Uh -huh. He's thinking about it. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Anyway, so, yeah, come on out. So, yeah. Cortland Summerfest, etc. Yeah. Um, uh, like I mentioned, I have got my show coming up. Well, not my show. I'm going to be shredding with video games live once again at the M 
Bar, let's see if I can remember the name right, Embarcadero Marina Park, uh, right behind the convention center where Comic-Con is happening in San Diego on July 24th. Um, That's California, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, July 24th, 8 o'clock. A lot of cool people are going to be there. I'll be there. Critical Hit will be there. The video game supergroup band, etc. Um, the uh, Gary Scheiman, the guy who did the music for Bioshock Infinite, will be there. Uh, Frank Klepacki, the guy who did the music for every Command & Conquer game, will be there. Um, it's going to be a fun time. And, you know, I think Tommy Tolerico will be there. No, I think he's missing this one. Oh, okay. Um... So yeah, that's a thing. Also, I just launched my uh, Patreon. Uh, if you want to support Viking Jesus music in any way whatsoever, um, go to patreon.com slash Viking Jesus. Um, every dollar helps. Um, I've actually got a few really good supporters right now. And uh, For those not familiar with Patreon and what it is and how it works. Patreon is similar to Kickstarter in that you it's crowdfunding, but instead of Kickstarter being towards one event or product, Patreon supports numerous things being created by people. Um, for example, for me, you know, uh, if you pledge a dollar, that means every song I put out, you send me a dollar. And that's... It's a new way of doing things, so that, that's kind of how I'm trying to uh, be able to focus on music a little bit more. And there's a, a, there a, a lot of good reward tiers with that, including private game nights and um, free merch if it gets to that point, and uh, behind-the-scenes looks, and even um, downloads of all my stuff and tickets to any performance that I do. Um, I, I, I think it's well-built, but that's just me. Charlie, what's your beer of the week? So I'm going to reach into the archives, and um, I'm going to talk about a beer that you actually can't get anymore unless you happen to find somebody that has one in their cellar or, oh. um, or otherwise. Um, well, that seems disappointing. Get very, very, very lucky. But um, the sequel to this beer is coming out soon. soon. Yes, you heard me right. Oh, I already know where you're going with this. <laughs> so, um, so last fall, um, the Stone uh, Brewery uh, came out with Stone Farking Wheaton Woot Stout. Which, yep. is a, which is a collaboration, uh, collaboration ale. Uh, <laughs> no, no, with... I like collaboration better. <laughs> well, but if that's not what it is. It's a collaboration <laughs> ale with Drew Curtis and Will Wheaton and uh, uh, Greg Cook of, um, of Stone. Um, um, uh, Drew Curtis is from FARC. Uh, Fark.com, I think it is. Um, and then, of course, Will Wheaton is uh, Wesley Crusher from Star Trek Next Generation, who has gone on to do wonderful, geeky things and is just an awesome, awesome person. And also a beer lover. Um, anyways, the three of them came together about a year ago and put together. It's um, described as an ale brewed with pecans, wheat, and rye with one quarter aged in bourbon barrels. Um, I had the uh, luck of getting a, a bottle or two of this when it came out. I uh, shared some with Goat over here. I would have shared some with this guy over here, uh, but he doesn't drink beer, so his loss. Um, but it is, okay um, it. It is, it is the... I, I, I'm going on a limb and saying if I had to drink one beer for the rest of my life, it would be this beer. Um, it was wow. quite, quite excellent. I, I would have to agree with him. I, I, I don't... On, on Untapped, me and Charlie have talked about this. I don't, like, five... I don't do a lot of fives. This would be a no-brainer five for me. Yeah. Like automatic, interesting. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's um, yeah, it's a massive, massive, massive uh, Russian Imperial Stout, thirteen um, percent. So it is not messing around, <laughs> um, but um, it is uh, it is absolutely delicious. Anyways, I'm mentioning this now because Wood Stout 2.0 is um, is uh, has just released in the California area, and um, I am 
hoping to God. Oh, you are going there. I need to, we need to talk later. Um, <laughs> um, you need to buy some booze, Mike. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm, well, I'm hoping that it makes it out this way. I'm assuming that it's will because mm-hmm. last year's was such a success. Yeah. Find a place so. near San Diego that's selling it. And I'll see what I can do. Yay. Um, but um, so I am, I'm, I'm, I'm both talking about how great one beer was and saying how much I'm looking forward to VJ bringing me back some of this other. <laughs> the sequel. Uh, but um, but yeah. Is it illegal to transport alcohol across state lines? No. Oh, no, okay, no. good. Seriously, bands tour all the time. <laughs> what do you think we do with the extra beer? Goes in the van to the next venue just in case they don't give us extra beer. You're talking the most sheltered Viking ever. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> and I'm the most free range goat possible. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you, Charlie. I'll do my best to. Remember to look for. Oh, you'll remember. It It'll be in your calendar every day. I, I know. <laughs> the um, Woodstock 2.0 is also notable because um, they uh, one of the people they collaborated with was um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is the guy that did the art for the uh, Watchmen comic books, and he oh oh and, and he designed. The, I know who he is, but I don't remember his name. The bottle art. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> now Mike's like, I'm gonna put a bottle on my shelf because it has art. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. Thank you, Charlie. On that note, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at VikingGamesLive. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. On Twitter and on Untapped. Oh. Also on Untapped. <laughs> I'm not on Untapped. Well, uh, until they start carrying root beers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I'm all in. <laughs> um, we're on Google+. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on GamerHeadRadio.com. We're on website. We're on GamerHeadRadio app on Google Play. Uh, please five-star us, plus one us, download us, uh, fucking whatever. Um, if you want to get a hold of us for anything whatsoever, you can get a hold of us on the previously mentioned social media accounts. There's a cat rubbing up against my leg. Um, that is not a euphemism, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Bro, bro, the pull-up bar's in the next room. <laughs> um, you can get a hold of us on any of the social media accounts as well as editors at GamerHeadRadio.com for emails, 94926Gamer for phone calls. Just which... like Brian Lesser's going to do. Let's hope. Um, <laughs> feel free to get a hold of us for fucking whatever. Um, by the way, folks, next week we're going to finally cover uh, Kingdom Hearts for our feature. We're going to uh, we're gonna basically have a Kingdom Hearts wish list. So any characters, worlds, anything like that, that you want in Kingdom Hearts, that'll be our next or don't. bag. Or don't. If there's a property that you don't want to see in Kingdom Hearts, we're going to have our buddy Dan here, um, the other Kingdom Hearts fanatic in the studio. Pretty good you would say the other white meat. I don't know why. Because <laughs> that would not have been accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so he'll be here, and it'll be fun. Assuming that n- nothing terrible happens on my way back from San Diego, and I should be able to make it here on time, but whatever. Um... We'll see. Anyway, this episode of Gamerhead Radio is brought to you by Nintendo 2015. We finally got our shit together. This has been Gamerhead Radio. Google. That's good enough for me. Yeah, G is for Google.
for me. T is for Kugel. That's good enough for me. Oh, Kugel, 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 Kugel. Sounds like a Slayer cover. 